0: Welcome back to the Happy Hippie Podcast, everybody. My name is Amanda McCormack. I am the host of this show. We basically talk about all things that can make you happy, whether it's mindset techniques, working out, fitness, nutrition, wellness, all that good stuff. We debunk myths, we go into different topics. And today I'm just gonna share a little bit of advice. Why should you listen to me? Well, because I have been there. Um, That's my certification. Basically, I've gone through it and I'm sharing everything that I have learned that has actually brought me into waking up every day and being extraordinarily happy. I have my ups and downs and that's why I want to share what I share on this podcast because the stuff works. I always go back to it to... Not fix me, but just to get me out of funks, to bring me back into my passion, into my alignment, all those things. I'm also a yoga teacher, a certified nutrition coach, and a certified personal trainer, as well as a woman's coaching specialist. So if you don't want to blame me based on the advice, I also do have those titles. Today's episode is all about escaping the comparison trap, which I think is the deadliest trap. What is that literal quote that goes against the title of this entire podcast? It's called, Comparison is the Thief of Joy, the Thief of Happiness, because it is. We're gonna go into a little bit of brain science on why we actually compare ourselves. Why does it come up? You're not crazy. Your brain's almost wired to compare you to other people and give you those thoughts and feelings that you have when you compare yourself. We're gonna share a little bit about how to get out of it and some weird things that are linked to it that you would not expect. So we're just gonna jump right into today's episode, escaping the comparison trap. So first off, just think about the world we live in. It's really weird. Humans were not designed to live the way we do. We see so much on your phone. Think about when you turn on your phone. You have so many apps to go through. The main four or five social media apps that we use these days is scrolling based, which enables you to not only see Tons of posts from people, you know, or people you knew that you're not connected with anymore or strangers and you're just scrolling and there's endless amounts of content. Most of these platforms also have stories. So not only can you scroll down and look at all these main posts, but you're scrolling like horizontally as well, clicking and going through different stories, different updates, all these different things in the matter of minutes. Now think about how the world was before we could do this. We can also travel and go to all these different places and come into contact with all these different people when the world was literally super old. Sometimes I feel like I'm sounding really smart and then I use sentences like when the world was really super old. But back in the good old days, we were almost like nomadic people and we were just living in small tribes. That's the extent of people that you knew. Or if you were living in a small town back in the 1800s, you weren't traveling too far. You had to travel like 18 hours to get to the next town. You were staying in your small town. You were staying in the small town and knowing the same people. And that was it. The extent of the world was like 200 people for you. And that was a lot. And it is a lot when you think of it. Like even today when we compare followers and people are like, oh, they have thousands of followers. I only have 300. Imagine 300 people in a room. Like that's actually a big number when you think about it. So think about how much you're consuming, how many people you follow, how many people you quote unquote know or don't know. It's just so overwhelming for the human brain. You're knowing about what people are doing every second of the day. That's also not how the world works without technology. And you weren't constantly thinking about what people were doing. Maybe you were, but you couldn't find out instantly, you know? If you want to know what someone's doing, you can go look at their story right now. You can find strangers and get lost in their Instagram pages. Like, it's crazy the amount of... Accessible information, profiles, faces, videos that we can just look at. And I know I'm not like anti technology or anything. I'm just saying think about it because we don't take a step back and go, whoa, that is actually a lot for our brains to be taking in. So in your mind, everybody you know is pretty much like your tribe, your group of people, the small town life set. But I follow like 8,000 people on Instagram alone, I think. So like, The way that I am every day seeing 8,000 people's information come in and out, in and out, and some people post a lot, (laughs) some people don't post, but you're just getting so much information in and out of your brain that it's really overwhelming for the brain. So no wonder we're comparing ourselves to things. We're seeing things that like we weren't wired to see, seeing things that we weren't wired to almost comprehend. You may sit there and think, oh my God, all these people are doing this and that, this and that, but it's, I guess people are always doing things like that, like even in like the twentieth century, but we didn't have the like the access to see it, you know? If you just take a step back and think about you're seeing, for example, people are always talking about, oh my God, everybody's like traveling, everybody's like getting married. People were always traveling, people were always getting married, but you weren't seeing it every single day. When you think about the probability, like I said, I have eight thousand people that I don't know how many of those are active accounts, but you get the point. That's a lot of people coming in and out of just one of my social media feeds. The probability of a bunch of people out of that 8,000 who are all different ages and all different things going through some really cool life events or not historic, but like, you know, like marriage and like getting a home and all that stuff that people like idolize um or like you know teach you to idolize at least you're gonna see a lot of it you know especially when you follow the amount of people that we do the probability of seeing a lot of people going through a lot of different things in life and you're almost keeping up with everybody's lives at once you're gonna get tons of that information so when you take a step back and just think of it that way I don't know it it almost like soothes me I'm like oh yeah it's it really is just people 8,000 people posting their highlights. their big things in life and there's nothing wrong with it per se. But when you're ingesting all of that information all at once, every day, nonstop, it can kind of, not wreak havoc, but just like stay in your brain and you're not wrong for comparing yourself to people and it's so easy to compare yourself to people when you're being loaded and loaded with information every single day from tons of people doing tons of things. Because of that, we almost... And you see it develop like every year we establish our own like norms our own like societal norms um what's okay to post what's not okay like what's trendy um I mean I've even fallen into bits of this too but like making your entire Instagram like around trends or only posting things that are trendy like for a while like I would only post short captions like I wouldn't even type full grammatical sentences on Instagram because I was like "Mm, losers do that so I would write like a few words or or i'd even like go all lowercase because everyone else was doing it too and i was like if i didn't do it but i wasn't thinking this this was just pushed in my brain because i was seeing it every day and i was like all the cool people (laughs) are posting like four word captions so i'ma post four word captions or i interpreted what i thought was cringy and i would stay away from it or i realized like people don't post these types of stories so i'm not going to post these types like i was getting very influenced by it so i don't know if that's something that you relate to as well but the trends and what's going on like really do affect you subconsciously in some of your decision making. Worst of all, like last of all, (laughs) last and worst of all, I feel like Reels, like when you look at Reels and when you look at um, TikTok, TikTok is cooler to me because you have a lot more authenticity on there where like you got Brittany Broski and she's like in her moo moo with like her hair in a bun just talking to the camera. But anytime I go on Reels, it's like 10 second clips and they're very aesthetically pleasing because I guess that's what Instagram originally as a photo sharing platform everybody wants everything a little curated and I feel like reels are very like oh like I was gonna say posh I don't know what that noise was but like when I think of reels that's what I think of which then pretty much just adds to that comparison trap that you're falling into. You're seeing everybody's reels look a certain way. My personal example would be like as somebody who has like a business and I like to promote it and I like to make reels and TikToks and all that stuff. Sometimes I like literally stop myself from doing things because I see that the other reels that are going out there and I'm like I literally can't make content that looks that way, (laughs) I would see like all the grocery hauls being done in this like immaculate white kitchen. Meanwhile, like my kitchen, my dog is like passed out in the corner of every video and I'm like trying to crop them out. And I'm like, well, you know what? I can't make content that's like, like if I went to make my bed, like if I did a video of me making my bed, I literally have a Scooby-Doo blanket on my bed. And I was like, every video I see on Reels is like this white fluffy comforter and they have like cream walls and like a giant Monstera plant. Like, it's so aesthetically pleasing. And like, Because I would see this content, it would almost inhibit me from doing stuff because I was like, well, that's not like how my stuff looks. You can take this into so many alleyways. I feel like body image can come into it when it comes to comparison. I'm only talking about social media right now, and I'm almost like 10 minutes into this episode. Of course, there's other types of comparison traps we can fall into in the real world, like the day to day things we see. But I just think social media at least for me that's like my main problem when I find myself falling into comparison traps it's when I see stuff online and I'm either like it translates into feelings of I'm not good enough like and it inhibits me from taking action so I stop doing things because I can't do it the way it's either supposed to be quote-unquote how it how they look how this looks like I can't do that so it gives me feelings of like unworthiness and that I can't do something. Uh, Body image issues always come from it too, just even with clients and things, that's something that comes up all the time that I see, and I've experienced it myself 100% with social media. So to sum up what I was saying in the past few minutes, just getting overwhelmed by so much information and seeing what all these people are doing who are 100% different and unique from you, and just like how you were different and unique, but we're seeing it all the time. We start to almost believe that things are supposed to be done a certain way and that we're out. We become like outcasts for ourselves because we literally are comparing ourselves and either one, just feeling bad or two, it's affecting our actions some way. So I want to talk about steps to overcome this. It's not just me going to say, well, unfollow these people. I'm going to tell you steps on how to improve. pretty it's, it's, it's kind of cool because there's a lot of things that this stems from it's not just like confidence it's not just like comparison itself but I'm just going to show you stepping stones on how to push away from this mindset and how to literally train your brain and shift your life and your perspective away from this and to put it towards creating your own life and feeling like pretty much like you're the main character and how to stop caring basically what other people think because not only can you compare yourself to people and situations online but sometimes I find that I stop myself because I also care that other people are thinking this way and that they're gonna I don't know they're not gonna do anything they never will (laughs) have a thought about me for one second in their life and move on probably but we're gonna learn how to become the main character in your life how to do what you want to do and how to stop caring and escape this comparison trap once and for all okay the first thing I want to talk about is just like some life advice i'm going to give some more examples and do a little bit more step by step but flat out i just want to say that it's your life and you can literally do what you want like what you crave something that you're passionate about if you're not doing that now you can add that into your life and it's okay you'll be able to do it no matter if you think it's the norm if you think other people are stopping you sometimes What I'm saying right now, you may not even be relating to comparison, but I bet comparison is playing a role in stopping you and inhibiting you from it. And you don't have to feel bad that you're comparing yourself to things. This isn't an episode to shame what you're doing now and then be like, okay, now this is what you do to be better and good. Have compassion with yourself. It's not about that. Just know that you have control, that where you are right now, you have control to change in any shape, aspect, way that you want in your life you can shift and change from this present moment. You really can. It's not me being like, woo woo. But don't have shame of any comparison, any thoughts, any guilt, any, I should be doing this. I'm afraid of this. Don't be ashamed. That's actually helping you grow. Just know that from now on, you do have control. You can take baby steps, you can have baby thoughts, and you can get anywhere you really want to get. So when you're in the comparison trap, literally visualize it for this episode, like you're in a trap, like you're in a cage. And the cage is just other people's opinions which are literally made of dust and you can go through them but part of us thinks that those are metal bars and we're trapped in it and we can't move from where we are because we're either going to be stepping on people's toes we're going to be breaking the norm changing the narrative and we're not supposed to but we're going to show you how to get out of this cage today and I'm going to teach you firstly how to make the key to put in the door and open that cage. So these are the steps on how to make the key, how to get to that pivotal point. Based on my experience and based on talking to other people, when you care, it holds you back and it reflects in a lot of different things. It reflects in the relationship that you have with friends, with your parents, with your partners, any of your romantic relationships. You'll be forced to almost repeat patterns again and again until you learn, so if you're having a struggle with comparison or you're struggling to do what you want to do you're letting other people's thoughts opinions words things they say to you like shape your actions which they never should not never should but in the future as you make your new actions it's okay if it has happened you're learning as you go I know I have so much this whole episode is about how to unlearn how to not care So if you'll notice that you're not doing things because your parents think a certain way, your friends think a certain way, people you date say certain things and think a certain way, you're holding yourself back. That is a way that you're like letting people's words hold you back, which is the same thing as when you compare somebody to something and you say, I'm not good enough. It's coming with feelings of unworthiness, feelings of fear. You're scared to take action. And you sort of self-sabotage yourself at this point, it's going to come up in small ways for you in different ways in your life. It may stem from comparison, but it may stretch into how you react in all those categories I just spoke about. We need to learn how to stop self-sabotaging because of others, whether it be comparison or words in real life. To do this, we're going to start small, small things that are actually going to chemically change who you are. So again, if you're keeping yourself trapped because of what other people are thinking or saying, we need to start to do things that create a different version of you, that create this new you. We need to do things that are going to put you out of your comfort zone, but very tiny things. I swear this is going to open you up to realizing comparison is not what you think it is and that it's just a perspective that you've been having and that you can easily change and flip how you see the world, how you see yourself, how you see others. So... I bet you didn't expect me to say this in an episode on how to stop comparing yourself. Working out or walking in a new area or joining a new gym or taking new exercise classes, doing something new will help you get over this just a little bit. Like it's part of building that key. Like I said, it's something that you're like, this is not the key. This is not going to open the door, but it's going to help you build that key. It truly is a stepping stone that you need. Putting yourself out there in different ways, like on a scale one to ten, Taking a walk in a new area sounds like the most minimal thing. You're like, how is this going to help me? On a 10, I would tell you to take a trip to a different country and put yourself in a situation where you're with people that you thought would judge you. But on a level one, just taking a walk in a new area, walking around somewhere where you don't know anybody. That's the beauty of it. You don't know anybody. They don't know you. You're just there. They're existing. You're existing. And you can kind of get used to people just existing and not caring Trying something new like that. Try a workout class in a town over where you don't know anybody and just take the class. Being exposed to so many people will also teach you how to get over maybe hindrances you thought you had. So, for example, like I've had friends and siblings who are afraid of workout classes because. Number one thing is you're going to think that people are looking at you. People are judging you. But when you actually go and take the class, you find out like nobody literally cares. I'm, again, speaking from experience, I have tried so many different workout classes and things that I wasn't too comfortable in. Like when I did boxing for the first time, I was so nervous. I don't know how to throw a punch. (laughs) I broke my arm like twice. It like... I can dislocate it. You th- you imagine what my punches look like, man. They, they look like cartoon character-esque. Like, that's what it looks like when I throw a punch. And it was it was so in my head, like, I didn't want to go anywhere because I'm like, oh, all these people are going to, like, know how to box and blah, blah, blah. And I went, and, like, after literally my first time, I was like, wow... <laughs> nobody looked at me nobody cared half the people in there like nobody was a pro boxer it was mostly moms which i, I love taking workout classes because most of the time i go it's like moms and i love a good mom group and they just make you feel so much better because you're like wow everybody here is actually doing their own thing they're not focused on you they also seem nice and if they don't seem nice again doesn't matter they're not they literally are not looking at you and it's i mean sometimes like i still have these thoughts when i try like new things but again going for like a walk in a new area would be the lowest level not that low level is a bad thing. I'm just saying like stepping stones, then maybe joining a new gym or taking a new class in a new section or just doing something different. It's going to help you build the muscle. That's what we're doing. We're building the muscle to make these choices in the future to stop caring. This is the stop caring muscle that we were building to fruitation. Another way to do that without leaving your house, try joining a new app, a new community or a Facebook group. I swear joining Facebook groups and like posting in it is like it used to be so scary to me because I would join all these groups and I found that for the longest time I love to be an observer like I would not put stuff even on like Instagram like I wouldn't post for a long time I just was like watching I was like creeping I had TikTok for like a year before I posted anything because I just wanted to like watch other people I wasn't confident enough to like post anything and I feel like joining Facebook groups is such a great way because again you don't know anybody it will show you if you even know somebody in the group like when you're going to join it so if that's a fear of yours you can literally see it before you join like you will not know any of these people and you can post questions and you can learn from people and you can see how open people are there's facebook groups for everything try joining like a workout group i know like i keep going back to workout examples but i feel like fitness and like girls are so empowering sometimes that a lot of like the learning like a lot of influencers will have facebook groups where like girls can ask questions about things and it's just like a nice open community i was in a one direction facebook group when i was younger that was like really nice and open (laughs) um you can do it for like yoga you can do it for anything just try to join a community it could be something that you have an interest in that you don't actively go after either and this can also be like a two for one where you start to explore your interests a little more or see other people who have the same interest as you or doing the same thing that you want to do so you can learn from that but you can also make an app or something oh my i was talking to my friend about this today there's this app called lemon and then the number eight so it's like lemon eight lemonade is like what it's supposed to be it's basically like pinterest combined with instagram but like it's just fun informative educational post or like my five favorite hairstyles like it's just like cute stuff but I feel more confident to post on there easily because I don't know anybody and nobody follows me unless you want to go follow me after this episode and help me get a little bit more out of my comfort zone too <laughs> but it's a really fun app and I really like posting on it because nobody knows me and I can post whatever I want and I don't feel like I have that comparison thing so like I said I felt like it's all waves sometimes i'll fall back into it but again i use these steps like i'm doing now i got this new app set it up i have my face on it like i'm just going to post what i want to post and it'll help me gain that confidence again to be like oh yeah nobody cares like they'll care in a good way people actually like the content i put up and i'll get positive feedback and then i'll be like yeah i was right (laughs) nobody cared it's a great thing there's also a lot of free apps as well so look up apps that have community sections or just finding your tribe always helps i find One of my next things I am going to talk about is a little bit about traveling, but I find that I can always find people who enjoy what I enjoy. And I felt so much less crazy when I traveled. I literally cried twice. Um, once at my yoga teacher training, talking about this topic, which growth, I'm not crying now, but I felt like back then I was able to express to them. I was like, I'm just so thankful that you guys are into what I'm into and you make me feel less crazy is what I was saying. And I broke down crying. And then literally in Hawaii too, my like, first or second like staff meeting I was in I started like crying because they were asking me like what I'm appreciative about and I was like well I'm really I didn't expect to cry I was like well I'm really appreciative of like everybody here being so supportive and like I feel like I could wear what I want and say what I want and like dance around and do yoga and like nobody's judging me and like I feel like I have a past maybe with judgment or like I I was in my own mind about judgment. So I cried. (laughs) Anytime I like talk about my feelings and I really mean it, like if I'm crying and talking about my feelings, like I mean that-ish, like I mean it really bad. So going to a community and just feeling that acceptance has really, really helped me overcome my comparison thing because anytime after those two experiences where I got back online or I got back to other people and I would talk about my stuff and even if maybe they were judging me or they were a little bit like, okay, you're crazy, I'd be like, in my head, I'd be like, no, I'm fine. (laughs) I can enjoy what I want to enjoy. I can do what I want to do. I can post what I want to post. I can say what I want to say because there's people out there that are like me and I also accept myself. But it took me a while to get to it. I had to cry a bunch of times in front of a bunch of people and travel to all these places and like join all these things that made me uncomfortable and that's where the growth really comes from and that's what I'm talking about in this episode it may not seem like a way to stop comparing yourself but doing these things will build that character to help you get there it's also just really freeing to talk with strangers like I feel like you can almost reinvent yourself <laughs> like anytime I've ever done group stays or gone to different places or meeting people in like a hostel or whatever I get to choose my elevator pitch if I want to change it up I can it's so fun like you can just change who you are or if you're nervous like do it for the first time just like stick a sentence in there that you never said for a while I used to avoid the fact that I make art like I would not call myself an artist I just would avoid it because I'm like I don't have a shop I don't own a business I didn't go to school for art like I'm not an artist and I would ignore it I wouldn't say it and then recently I was like I'm going to introduce myself as an artist. And it's so freeing because people like are like, okay, (laughs) nobody cares. But then I started to say it and then I started to believe it and I got better at it. And then I was able to like start posting my art like it helped me overcome things. So introducing yourself, almost reinventing your elevator pitch when you meet people is a really fun way to push past your limits. Okay, I'm at the travel point, the bullet point that I had on my list, even though I just pretty much spoke about travel. But when you're amongst so many people in terms of. Traveling to and meeting people where you stay, or just the experience of like the airport, man. The airport is the most freeing place. There are so many people, and I can, I can 100% say nobody cares about what you're doing in any form or way. Everybody there is going somewhere and they're thinking about where they're going. Nobody's present in an airport like ever. They're either stressed out about something or they're thinking about the future or they're coming back from their trip and thinking about their trip. I have cried in so many airports and no one's even batted an eye at me and i'm like the ugliest crier and i'm like loud (laughs) like i have like from nerves and stuff like i remember one trip it was this year i got stuck in an airport after like a really long flight and i missed my flight and i just was stressed so i was like i know myself and sometimes i just have to cry and let it out and like i could have gone in the bathroom and like stifled it and i was like and it was just my body and i was just like standing still on one of those moving things just sobbing and like nobody was looking like People were just going around me. It was so great. But nobody cares in an airport. You can do whatever you want. Um, I, like, recently have been sleeping in airports, like, on my bag. Like, I would lay on the floor. I had a bunch of kids, like, say say something to me because <laughs> I was laying on the floor. And I was, like, drinking a Starbucks and I was, like, upside down, like, my legs against the wall because I needed the blood to go back down to my thighs. I know it looks crazy, but I... I felt good. My ankles were not swollen after. And these kids were, like, making a comment. And I was like, I am literally steel at this point. Like, you can say whatever. It's so fine. Like, airports are, like, the playground for learning how to not care. People think, "No, like, nobody cares in an airport. So do something weird in the airport next time or something that you think people will judge. Do it. Just do it. It's, like, the best experiment. My next tip is fashion. So one thing, it could be super small, but adding bits of what you want to wear or what you think is not acceptable or not in putting that into an outfit of yours like on the daily really small will help you express yourself a lot more and just stop caring about other people's thoughts and letting it control you in any way i started with necklaces i started like back when i was like into i was into crystals and stuff but i didn't want to be like because I had this like perception that people would think I'm crazy and I feel like that's something I'm, I'm like always working there but I started wearing like big crystal jewelry like statement pieces and it kind of like I was like yeah this is what I like and I'm gonna start wearing it and like I would get compliments on it like well to be fair I was in Whole Foods most of the time when I got compliments and I feel like those are my people too so but I would wear like I would just start wearing things or I was afraid for the longest time I talked about it in another episode when I was like end of high school early college I thought like skinny jeans I hate jeans I have a grievance against denim I hate denim um I used to think that skinny jeans were like the only thing that made me look good and I hated wearing them but I thought that they were acceptable because they were in thank god (laughs) that has changed but so I started wearing like the flowy pants that I love to wear like now back then and I was so afraid I was like I look crazy like I had body image issues and I thought flowy pants made me look like wider and I didn't want to be like quote-unquote wider like I don't know. I was like 19 and I used to get all these compliments and I was like, wait a minute, (laughs) you know, like just trying something small with your fashion. That's more you. Maybe you're hiding that something that you like, something you enjoy, stick it in your fashion. You know, I used to also like, I don't look good in like certain neutral colors. Like it does not suit me. Like it brings out the red. It brings out, it's giving like rosacea whenever I wear like a black shirt. It does not look good on me. And then I started wearing colors that like I enjoyed and like It actually complements and suits me a lot better. So fashion is another example for expressing yourself. I mean, people say it all the time, like you can express yourself with fashion, but truly think about it. Like what's something that you wouldn't wear because you think it's not in or you think that it's not acceptable and just kind of slowly stick it into your wardrobe. Is it like fun socks that you don't wear because you're like, why would I wear these to work? Like put them on one day and just see what happens. Okay, at this point in the episode, I'm pretty much just assigning you little tasks to do. (laughs) So this next one has to do with music. Share something on your Instagram story, like music that you enjoy. And it can be weird. Like if you're secretly a theater kid, like let it show. Put up that Mamma Mia song from like 10 years ago that nobody's listening to right now. Share it because you enjoy it. (laughs) You know, like put up a song that you literally enjoy that you wouldn't share because there's something about the song that you're like, nah, this isn't something I'd put on my Instagram story. Like put, put it up put it up. It'll help you grow. Another step involving Instagram that I think is an awesome tool to help you is create a photo dump that has things in it that you're finding pretty or aesthetic or like make it a task. Like go out and take a bunch of pictures of things that you find pretty, aesthetic, something that like captures what you enjoy. It can be funny, stupid stuff, Like whatever your vibe is, just get like five photos and make a photo dump on Instagram and do not care do not like you can make it a goal is to not even put yourself in it unless you want to put yourself in it but just to overcome this step of like being afraid to post something on instagram if it's not aesthetic or whatever maybe make the first photo aesthetic and then post whatever you want in the next few pictures it will literally help you grow because you will see that nobody cares what you post not no, again when i say nobody cares i don't mean it in a mean way i just mean it in an empowering way where nobody cares like you can actually post what you want so do that as well <laughs> make it Make it and then tag me, tag my page at Happy Holistic Hippie. Like put me in the last photo or something like that. Like stick me in there. Let me know because I want to see you guys growing because I've started to do it on different social medias, just like posting what I want and it's just so freeing and it may even seem scary, but just do it once. You can delete it. You can go and delete it if it's really getting to you in the future, but just do it. It's It's so going to help you grow. After you cry in the airport <laughs> and post your favorite musical song, post a dump on instagram of stuff that you actually enjoy not that it's super aesthetic and like fits your feed it could fit your feed if that's something you want to post and you're not posting but just think about what Rule, what fake rules are stopping you from posting something you like and then post that thing that you like those are all the tasks that I have for you they're just going to help you feel so much freer once you do these and I have a mindset shift that might help you during the week as well that's a little bit more mental than physically taking an action I may have mentioned um, Gabby Bernstein has this method in her manifestation book but I feel like you can apply it in a lot of different ways it's called the choose again method and it's What I was saying before, you're in the present moment and you don't have to feel that guilt, that feeling, that bad feeling that, oh, I'm doing something wrong or this isn't right. You always have the power to literally choose again. You can change your thoughts and you can also teach yourself compassion while you're doing this a big part of self healing and leveling up your life is being kind to yourself learning not to feel bad for thoughts feelings or regret but feeling empowered that the current you can make that new choice now so gabby bernstein's method is basically like any time one of those thoughts comes up where you're like no i shouldn't do this or like this isn't cool or you turn it around on yourself i'm lame i shouldn't be doing this you can pause it's all about pausing you take a moment You thank your brain for the thought because most of the time when your brain is doing that negative thinking pattern, I am this, I am that, I'm not that, I'm not this, it's to protect you because it wants you to fit in. I'm gonna talk about in a second why your brain actually wants you to fit in because it has to do with evolution. That's why we have all these weird thoughts in our heads. It's basically like the animal instinct in us. So thank your brain for trying to protect you. And you can say something along the lines of, okay, thanks brain for trying to protect me but I am now switching the thought to this. And then you can repeat like an affirmation or something or just the actual new thought that you want. But this is how you train your brain. Think about when you train a dog, you know? Although most of the time I feel people train dogs too meanly like they yell at them. We're not yelling at ourselves. We're thanking ourselves for the thought, letting ourselves know it doesn't serve us right now. We don't actually need that thought anymore and that we're gonna choose this thought instead. So it's pausing. Whenever you catch yourself having a bad thought or saying something negative about yourself, just pause. Pause thank yourself for the thought for trying to protect you in some way from something and then choose the next best feeling thought whatever you can reach in this moment it doesn't have to be like a delusional thought you don't have to jump and be like okay fine i don't hate myself i am the happiest person ever but you can just choose something that feels good for you in that moment that's pointing you in that right direction So let's let's go back a little bit when I said our brains are trying to protect ourselves from something and that evolution actually plays a part in this. It's kind of like in the beginning when I said that social media like really freaks out the wiring in your brain. Your brain's like, why am I seeing so many people? Why why is so much happening? Why am I not doing that? But our brain also feels that when we we compare ourselves and we want to fit in because our old way of life, when we used to be nomadic, when we used to live in tribes or Kind of like towns and stuff like that we want to fit in because if we get cast out in some way we're not going to survive if we do something that the tribe doesn't like they're going to kick us out and we're going to starve and we're going to get attacked by a tiger and we're not safe so by doing something that makes us not fit in we lose our safety But we have to remind ourselves that we're totally safe on our own. We're literally rewiring the brain. That's why I gave you all those weird steps before that. You're probably like, what does this literally have to do with me comparing myself to Kylie Jenner? (laughs) It will help you because your brain is wired to have these thoughts because it's in survival mode. So isn't that funny? That's where a lot of these comparison thoughts, thoughts pushing down our self-worth and telling us we have to do things a certain way actually stem from. So that's why we could say thank you to them because there's a part of you that's trying to protect yourself, trying to make sure you don't die, don't get cast out in the cold winter and you have to walk to like, Oh, what was it called? Pangea. (laughs) You have to walk all over Pangea because now you can't now you don't fit in with the tribe and you're nomadic and you're by yourself. It's not going to happen to you. I don't think so. You can post an Instagram picture. I don't think you're going to end up walking in a storm because of it. But again, oddly enough, a lot of it comes from fear. Now, here is where I'm going to dive in to the woo woo, but it's not woo woo. Are you in the chakras? Because that's what we're going to talk about in this last section. So chakras are energy centers in the body. Um, I can go into it deeper or we can talk about it a separate time. I just want to get to the basics of it. The chakras in the body, the seven main chakras from the root chakra, which is located at the base of the spine, you work your way up. It's basically rainbow color in opposite order. So red's at the bottom and then like purple is at the top pretty much. And each of them represents something. Just like a sliding scale, there's one to ten so one will be like the lowest level like your battery's drained and then ten is when you're fully charged so each of those represent like the duality of each chakra so when it's one that's its lowest so for example when your root chakra's drained one it's in fear moving it all the way up to ten you feel safety and security so you want to think of it that way so each of them have like the net quote unquote negative side but it's basically like the unhealed the drained version of it and then once you like work on that chakra or do things that help get the energy flowing through those chakras you get back to like the good thing basically the good stuff's on the 10 side and the bad stuff is on the one side that was my crash course chakras for dummies you can find it in my instagram bio i'll link it below but basically, when your root chakra is all out of whack, you're in fear. You feel unstable. So when you think about the root chakra, it's the last chakra in the body. It's closest to the ground. It's the thing that helps us feel grounded. It's that connection of safety and security and that you're here you're stable and when you feel unbalanced for example like for me when I travel a lot I feel like my root chakra got really unbalanced because I felt like I didn't have a home I was like living out of a bag basically so I felt a little bit unbalanced with things and that's how you'll feel when your root chakra is out of balance the last three chakras so root chakra sacral chakra and solar plexus have to do with the earthly worldly things and the more that you move up the spine it gets a little bit more into like the spiritual realm of things. So like your third eye up there has to do a lot with intuition and all of that. And think about how far up the third eye chakra is, which is the middle of your forehead from your root chakra. So the, the bottom few have to do more with earthly matters. So the next one is sh- um, sacral chakra. That's gonna be above your root chakra. That's gonna be kind of like close to your navel. It's supposed to be right under your navel, pretty much like your reproductive area. That has to do when it's on level 10 when it's like fully charged has to do with your creativity your sensuality all of that like how you can create how empowered you are all of that jazz and then when it's drained you feel guilt so you feel guilt for wanting to be creative or wanting those those jobs where you can be creative in it or being even like sensual that's where those issues will stem from and then the one above it which again is one of the other like earthly human kind of issue chakras is your solar plexus which basically represents confidence so when you're not feeling confident you're feeling the opposite which is going to be like shame for doing what you want so basically when your bottom three chakras are drained you're fearful you're feeling guilty and you're feeling shamed and i feel comparison has to do a lot with those so ways that you would work on healing those chakras I'm also going to give those examples in this episode because I feel like it could be an issue with those bottom three chakras as well and working on ways to resolve that which is why I grouped in a lot of stuff about confidence I even have an episode that I did on confidence it was like two or three episodes ago if you really want to go into that but I'm going to give more specific examples to this one here and let me know if you want to know more about chakra stuff we can do a whole episode about it I can go into it with more of a script that was all really free balling right there so the number one thing that people say when your root chakra is out of whack is to ground yourself, which you could physically go outside and like standing grass, but spending time in nature, spending times doing things that are going to keep you Connect to the earth so eating really natural foods going outside spending time doing those types of things are going to help ground you doing things that make you feel safe and comfortable so spending time with self-care having a night in not feeling like you're on fight or flight or running around all the time like taking the time to just soothe yourself will really help with that some other examples that kind of combine all three of those i just wrote them out so number one that I would prescribe to you as a chakra doctor for today's episode, creating a vision board, like spending time putting that creative energy into something that you enjoy. Go on Pinterest, save some pretty photos, type in different types of aesthetics, different goals you have, and make a vision board. We have a new moon coming up this week that this episode is dropping on Thursday, So that would be actually a really good thing to do for the new moon because it's all about putting out new intentions, new beginnings. But making a vision board, it can be a vision board for any time. Just taking some time to do it, like have a self-care night with that. It'll help you feel safe. It'll help you feel calm. It channels your creativity. It channels the part of you that wants to do something and pushes the guilt away. Like it forces you to face what you want to do, what you want to enjoy and who you want to be in a really fun, creative way. In general, spend some time doing art, connecting to your creative side, maybe finding an app that you can create stuff on. Remember when we were kids, we used to play computer games, we would dress people up, we would do different things with the dolls and the toys on the game. Try to find a game where you can do something creative. It could be like Minecraft, it could be anything, but something that where you're creatively doing something or even just a game you used to play as a kid, really connecting to that inner child, doing something that you loved as a kid you loved it for a reason it might tie into something else in your life so taking time to explore that is really good for those bottom three chakras and helps keep you calm keep you balanced and explore a little bit more about your self-expression and then finally confidence wise the tips that i said in this episode don't forget them don't skip over them those are the big tasks i want you to focus on for this next phase this next month we have again that new moon coming up so maybe set one intention to post on Instagram one of the things or try something that I talked about because they really do help, I promise. And my last bit of advice has to do from a book by Mel Robbins called The High Five Habit. It's a really good book for helping with self-esteem. If you feel like that's an issue that you're having, I feel like it's a great read. I can link it below as well. But in The High Five Habit, she has something that I feel like you can use every day. You can use it on the go to help correct your mind. Just like I was saying before, like training a dog the way that we... Pause and do that choose again method where we're like, okay, thank you for that thought, but here's what we're gonna do now. This method is similar. So, the high five habit is every time you wake up in the morning, every day, you're gonna go into the bathroom. And most of the time in her book, she explains that we look at ourselves and we make all these negative comments before anything. We look at ourselves, we see our bags, we see acne, we're like, oh, my hair looks bad, this looks bad, I look so tired. As those thoughts are coming in, or before they're coming in, you're just gonna put your hand up, don't think I'm crazy. There's there's like signs behind this. You're going to put your hand up to the mirror. You can fog it up. You can keep it a few inches away. And you're going to high five yourself. You're going to put your hand to the reflection of your hand and you're going to smile and just say you can say any affirmation you want. Most of the time, I'm just like, I love myself. And it sounds so weird. and It's going to feel funny, especially if you have a hidden hate for that, which is going to be like a self-love issue, because I hated saying I love myself for a long time because I felt like there was a lot of negative stuff around that. Like I thought it was like conceited, blah, 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 like years ago. But I'm just saying putting your hand up in front of that mirror every morning, it really starts to solidify in your head and cut out the ideas, like the bad talk before it even happens. I'll wake up in the morning and I'll like go on Snapchat and I'll see my reflection in the camera and I hear myself making the thoughts. I like shove my hand up on the phone and I'm like, it's going to be a good day. I just say that. That's what I like to say when I do it. I just put my hand against the mirror and I say, it's going to be a good day. And I smile. And then when you smile, it kind of makes, like when you see yourself smile in the mirror, it makes you smile even more and you just feel good. So you can use that as a corrective exercise if you want instead of, no, do the choose again method too. I was going to say instead of the choose again method, but I think it's also a really good method, but try the high five habit. You can also read the book if you want, but the book was pretty much what I just said put your hand up to any reflective surface that you see or you can pretend to put it up if you're too afraid but high five yourself say i'm gonna have a good day i love you and it really helps heal that relationship with yourself it's a tiny stepping stone but these are the steps to build that key to let you out of that comparison trap i think that's it for this week's episode we can go more into any of these topics i say it at the end of any episode i Love it. And I've actually been getting some DMs recently that I'm like so excited about. I always say it. If you like this episode, if you want to talk about it, if you have any ideas for anything, please let me know. DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is happy, holistic, hippie. It's just one big word. Hippie is spelled like it is in the podcast. So H-I-P-P-I-E. Happy, holistic, hippie. DM me Talk if you want to talk about something in this episode, if you want to talk more about chakras, if you want to talk a little bit more about maybe like social media, different types of comparison, judgment guilt all of that i'm listening my ears are open we can chat about it i can even just do an episode about it it's all good i have some episodes coming up based on some things that i was dm'd recently We got a little bit about travel coming up. I'm gonna go do a Hawaii tell-all. So finally, I'm gonna do a big episode about that. Um, I'm also gonna do a little bit about relationships and things like that because I got tons of messages. I'm just, um bursting with ideas. I'm so excited. So thank you again for listening and taking the time to reach out to me because I really do enjoy it. I love hearing that you guys are enjoying the episodes. Like it's so fun to make these episodes and I love talking to myself. Like I said, in the last episode, I came up with the last episode on the toilet talking to myself. So I'm doing it anyway. So might as well do it for an audience you know <laughs> we have meditations coming up this week um i'm traveling next week so i am actually filming and recording all my episodes this week so we're covered we're good we're not going to miss one i'm going to have it pre-scheduled so the episodes will be coming up monday and thursday for the next three weeks don't you worry i got you covered um i said we were med- meditations would be up last week i have them recorded they're coming up so the next three weeks we're going to have meditations on limiting beliefs on values a little bit of meditation this week is going to help you with the comparison trap so they go side by side so keep that in mind that this um, meditation coming on thursday ties in with this episode and then we'll do limiting beliefs next week and another one that i won't spoil for you but they're coming get ready y'all And yeah, I'm going to Greece next week. So I'm very excited for that. It's one of my favorite places. Um, It has to do a little bit about yoga and all that jazz. I'll give you an update soon. Maybe in the next episode, I'll talk a little bit about it. But I'm back on the road. I'm back traveling. If you want to see anything that has to do with travel, hit me up because we're going to go through it again this week. And I'm meeting one of my friends who was one of my best friends in Hawaii and she's coming too. So this is just all so exciting. I will catch up with you guys next week. Let me know as usual. Happy Holistic Hippie out.